It's uh, everything I dreamed of. I want to tell my dad that I love him. I still don't know what just happened. I'm just so grateful. Just so grateful for the opportunity to play this game. The legacy is not what you give people, it's what you put inside people, but also what they put inside of me. Hey everyone, welcome to Beyond the Locker Room with Maria. Maria Prekajis here, and the Super Bowl is over. Time for my deep depression. Trevor's having issues from the gym. Yeah. But let's get right to the recap with T-Bones Day. Hey everybody, how you doing, Maria? <laughs> I am good. We were just discussing great commercials, too. That was a great Super Bowl. All I wanted was a good game, and boy, did I get it. <coughs> As I choke on my coffee. Yeah. It was a good game, but like halfway through, my man John was so funny. He's like, oh, it's not like the playoff games, because they were so bonkers, my word of the year. But, you know, 23 to 20, Rams came back at the end. It was, I'm looking at the scores, you know, for each quarter. It was very even. So I thought it was a great game, and I'm going to start with this, though. Stafford led the Rams down the field, blah, blah, blah. So did you see him uh, hug Joe Burrow at the end? The Athletic said the two shared a heart, heartwarming mar- moment. I can't speak this morning. Let me try that again. The two shared a heartwarming moment following the game. Uh, Stafford seeked out Burrow, and he said, You're a hell of a player. You've got a great future, man. Love competing against you. You just keep being you, buddy. You know, he's actually from Georgia. I think he should be Southern when you do his accent. Oh, there you go. <laughs> but I like it. Um, I think that's great. It's just uh, not a Tom Brady thing when you walk off the field after you lose and won't shake Nick Foles' hand. Well, you know. I just think it's very good sportsmanship. I think it's good to, uh, just, you know, good for kids to see, good for adults to see. It's like, hey, you know, they're, on the, they're not on the same team, but you know what? They're, you know. They're friends, and they, they're good to compete against each other. And, you know, Matt Stafford seems like such a nice guy. His wife is unbelievable. Oh, my God. She it was a benign brain tumor, but she had to learn yeah. how to walk again. I mean, that's just, I mean, and then, like, Cooper Cup's wife, too. Did you see that? Like, after the game, he started crying because, like, she worked a job while he went to school so he could try to make the NFL. And, then like, he's an NFL MVP. And then, like, I was crying. I don't know. I'm like, Jesus Christ. And, you know, he went <laughs> and to Eastern he 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 Easter Washington. <laughs> it's, like, right next door. I know. He went to EWU. I grew up in Spokane, which has a red turf. Yeah. Some people don't know that. They have I a red turf. I think their hockey team's actually pretty good, too. Like, it's one of the uh, better club teams in the nation. Is it? Yeah. I hear that they have a really nice rink, too. So, right on Eastern Washington. Woo-woo. I know. The, Cup. I don't think they're going to allow any colleges, though. I heard a couple years ago after Eastern has the red turf and BSU yeah, has the yeah. blue to have um, there's any one, color. I think that uh, the Cyclone have orange somewhere. Oh, my God. I can't imagine yeah. playing anything on orange. What are you talking about? Orange is beautiful color. In the, like Halloween games, you're like, woo, woo. <laughs> but it was a good game. Um, poor Joe Burrow, though, got sacked seven times, I believe, and they just need a line if they, they were, make it yeah, next year. They were talking, and then, like, I was listening to uh, Twitter, and Carson Palmer was just, like, getting lit up for, like, saying, hey, you know, if if Joe Burrows plays well this game, or, you know, he's just analyzing, and he's like, you know what, if, if I'm Joe Burrow, I just want to make sure that Cincinnati is going to do the right thing for me. Like, get a line. And this is before, this is, this is before the Super Bowl. Yeah. And all these Cincinnati fans are like, Andy Dalton did more for this team than you ever did. <laughs> you suck. Ah. It was just like, guy, the guy's just speaking from a business point, you know, yeah. like just he's, you know, he doesn't care. <laughs> he's just like, hey. And, you know, like they didn't look what happened. He got 
you know, sacked a bunch of times. He got sacked more times this year than anybody. He was like the Eagles last year with Carson Wentz. It's like no, he got sacked a ton, and he came oh off God. a knee injury. How at the end did of the season, you? So. I thought that there were both quarterbacks broke their legs or ankles at one point. Remember I know. that? that I know. It was a little when Joe Burrow. Hello, Charlotte. When Joe Burrow uh, limped off the field, everyone was freaking out. And you got to give Joe, he was very great afterwards, too, saying we're a young team in his crazy suit that he came in. That thing was so ugly. That was so ugly. It was the ugliest suit I've ever seen in my life. I think if you wear a suit like that, you got to go in he looked like, thinking you're going to win. He looked like Cam Newton. <laughs> that was like his attire. It was horrible. Well, I kind of liked it, but he's cool Joe Burrow. But anyway. He I, looks like Macaulay Culkin, too. I thought they all handled themselves really well after the game. But uh, MVP went to Cooper Cup. Of course, he's super religious. God bless, God bless him. I don't mean that disrespectfully because yeah, I'm religious. Pun. But pun. I know. But um, everyone's saying it should have gone to Aaron Donald or maybe Matt Stafford. Your thoughts? No. Cooper Cup all the way. Oh, yeah. And by the way, OBJ, you know what that's called? It's called Karma. For being a jerk. And then you get hurt in the biggest stage. You're playing your best game, and then you hurt your knee. I mean, I'm not, like, wishing injury upon anybody. I would never do that, even to my no. biggest enemy. That's like messing with someone's food. You just don't do that. It's like code. <laughs> no, it's true. And I think he settled down a little towards the end because he was yeah. in the Super Bowl. But, yeah, when you get injured like that, it sometimes... I wonder if the people in Cleveland were like, God, I, I hope he loses, too. <laughs> what did his dad post? I don't since know. Since his dad started all his, that. His dad catching. Yeah, well, no, more like he started it. Sick dad <laughs> on the situation. Well, I love that, you know, they all said they brought Matt Stafford in. That was the missing link. They got it. OBG came in and helped. OBJ, excuse me. And then... Um, OBG sounds good, though. It does kind of sound good. Uh, so let's go to the halftime show. Loved it. Loved it. I put big letters. Loved it. Yeah. I, like I said before, I was like, you know, if, if this halftime show isn't good, then no halftime show will ever be good because yeah. Tom Petty passed away, and I think that was, like, someone that would do really well. Oh. Aerosmith did it a long time ago, too. And then somebody else was like, Shakira and J-Lo were good. I'm like, Jen, no, stop. See, I loved that. She's getting ready to go to, no, she's starting getting ready to go to Columbia, like, in yeah. a month. So she's just, I think she's just, like, feeling the vibes of, like, what's going on in her vacation world. I was like, no, no, no. I mean, like, they weren't bad, but it's just like, hey, Eminem, Snoop Dogg. Did you see he's roasting one right before the show? No, I didn't. Oh, yeah, they got him. He was full on, like, Well, it's legal in California. Yeah, I know, but, like, somebody was, like, roasting him. It's like, Snoop Dogg smoking. It's like, and then somebody tweeted, was like, yeah, and this is news. (laughs) So, I don't know if I ever told you a story. Snoop Dogg, John and I were in Ontario, Oregon. Because he has relatives in Weezer. Didn't know. he play a show there when they first opened it? So there was a weed shop that expanded, and the owner of it in Ontario, Snoop Dogg, owned, owed him some sort of little favor. And we were in the hotel going, what is all this music? And it was miles away. And fireworks, and Snoop Dogg played at this opening. You didn't opening, get to see him, though? And we didn't know. Oh, my God. I, you know, I think some people from here went. They were sitting at Grumpy's, and they're yeah. like, hey, like, I've got money. Let's, you want to go? Yeah, yeah, so Snoop Dogg played. I love him personally, and um, I love him, too, because he's so involved in football. Yeah. And his son plays, and he has a big program for kids. He has, like, a, kids. a, a really uh, nice bus for them to travel. And, yeah, he's a, he's a great guy. I really like him. And did you see 50 Cent? Yeah. They said he looked more like a dollar. <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you see that? I did not. Somebody and I watched it. That. Where yeah. was I? I wasn't even drinking during like the Super Bowl. Like, 50 Cent looks more like a dollar now. 
And I'm sorry, but the woman, the one lone woman on the stage killed it. Yes, she did. We love her. Yeah. We love her. Um, so then commercials, what was your favorite one? I like the Lay's potato chip one with uh, uh, Paul, Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd. I, I just love Paul Rudd. The guy does age, I do, too. He ages like uh, something that doesn't age very fast, and I don't know what that is. No, he looks the same. Um, he looks the same, which I love. And then, what was it, Seth Rogen, too? And they're yeah. like, oh, man, they're going over all those times. When, I personally Like love when they got kidnapped, and the guy was feeding him chips. He's like, oh, you don't have any, like, sour cream and onion, do you? It's not like that. We, uh, I like the Uber Eats, Don't Eats. They're like... This is not. Yeah, that was funny too. Yeah. And Gwyneth Paltrow is like, takes a bite of her candle and yeah. her goop company is like, oh, that's not bad. So those were fun. I thought, even though I saw a bunch of them beforehand, um, I liked them. I liked the Pringle stuck it where they couldn't get their hand out of the can. Yeah. <laughs> and then what about the Amazon Mind Reader one with Scott Hanson those and those Colin were, Jost? Those were really funny. I like the Flavortown Bud Light one, but I saw that one on YouTube before. Yeah. I was like, this is, they shouldn't do that. I think it takes it away, personally. It does, totally. I think it takes it away. Um, and then the crypto with the QR code. Yeah. You said everyone here Coinbase. at Grumpy's was like, oh, that was dumb. But I jumped up and I'm like, what is this? Yeah, I know. It was like, I, I, I've heard mixed reviews on Twitter and I, yeah. I liked it. I have a Coinbase account. But Crypt, crypto is a thing. Crypto is, I know, I guess I better get on the deal. But, um, and the Barbie house for Rocket Mortgage from That was Girls, good, too. That was cute. So I was watching Get Up this morning before we got here. And they were talking about, or anyway, one of the commercials was Matt Stafford, um, Cooper Cup, and, oh, my God, defense. Um, Aaron Donald, yeah, hello. Get it together. It's early. That guy is so big. And they said... You three just won the Super Bowl. What are you going to do? And they're like, go to Disneyland. They all went to Disneyland the next day. But in all the pre-show. they're all wearing their sunglasses because they're all hungover. Well, duh. Actually, one of the wives tweeted, this is what you look like hungover. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, totally. That was so funny. But I watched the ESPN pregame, of course, was in Disney because they're owned by the mouse. And they had a whole thing on how that came to be. And it was cool because they showed all these people and they were like, you're in the middle of this craziness. And, you know, if I was the producer, it's like, okay, I have to get this guy or these three are together. And it's a split second decision. Who are you going to get? And they have to say Disney World and Disneyland. And they said, it's just crazy to try to get them to say that. But everyone knows. But I guess like, Boomer is sizing a million years ago. was the first guy that got asked or one of the first guys. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't want to do it. I don't get it. Why would I do this? They're like, you have to. Yeah, and then he came around and did it. They're like, we're giving you millions of dollars if you do it. He's like, oh, uh, I'm going to Disneyland. Yeah, but I thought that was kind of They cool. were looking for Jefferson, and remember he had to run off after the game and go have his kid? Yeah. That's, that's, that's cool. Like, what a crazy day for him. I mean, like, uh, you win the Super Bowl, you have, a, I think it was a, his daughter? Did he have a daughter? Uh, I or think was he has a daughter. Aunt, well, we should anyway. know this, because I saw it, but yeah. Anyway, beautiful moment. He's going to remember that for the rest of his life. It's probably one of the best days of his life, besides his wedding. For his wife's sake, right? <laughs> well, and I have to say, um, and now everyone's like, LA is a Super Bowl town. Are they really a Super Bowl town? Blah, you're like, blah, you guys blah. don't even have enough fans to at every game. You like, you're outnumbered at your games. I know, because they said there were still going to be more um, Cincy fans. But anyway, I like the Disney thing. Like I said, I love Mary J. Blige. She just went back and she looked awesome. She is a voluptuous woman and yeah. she showed it off. I love me some Eminem. 
I know. He's, you know what? He's cool. So. He doesn't follow anybody on Twitter. You know why? Why? Because you don't want to be a follower. <laughs> I love Eminem. I was like, and then I was like, should I unfollow everyone? <laughs> His, he has some special, is it spaghetti sauce or marinara that goes on some sandwich somewhere? Oh, I have they no were, idea. They were giving it away. I'll have to look into that. But anyway, so the Super Bowl's he, over. He, he had met Al Michaels at the Super Bowl and was like totally like just, they had like a, a good moment. It was pretty cool. You should check out That's the video. Cool. Yeah. He was like, oh man, I've been watching you forever. This is crazy. He's like, yeah, they, they had like a cool like. Like, he was almost starstruck. I was like, oh, that's, that's awesome. And Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth have been doing it for a long... Was it their 13th Super Bowl? Yeah. I like them together. Chris sometimes... Sorry, Chris, love you, but sometimes he's, not You're my horrible. Style. You're horrible. But <laughs> he's like, oh, Tom Brady's not here, so I can't... I don't know what to talk about. Okay. <laughs> okay, speaking of, yeah, Super Bowl's over. Now the rumors start. Yeah, I know the Eagles have three draft picks. They're talking Russell Wilson. They're talking Aaron Rodgers. They're talking all sorts of you know weird scenarios, but that's what what they do. As soon as they're done, well, like, yeah, they. I remember on Monday it was like, all right, first mock draft. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot. This is how that goes. Let's just enjoy the Super Bowl. The first, first week is Super Bowl review, then it's right on to the next season. Well, yeah, it's already. Well, Caesars in Vegas released their odds for MVP for next year. Josh Allen number one, and then tied as Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers for number two. So they already released that. And Tom Brady supposedly retired, but there were odds on him winning the MVP next year. Yeah, they're talking about, uh, <laughs> they're talking about um, Jameis Winston going back to Tampa Bay. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers is OBJ first. going to the Saints, maybe. Um, yeah, Wilson going to the Saints. It's like, you know, it, there's so many. It's almost like a conspiracy theory NFL style. You know? Yeah. No, it is. It's kind of funny. And then even so coaches. put your tinfoil hats on. <laughs> and a little, yeah. a, a little coat metal hanger. Yeah. coat hanger yeah. sticking out. Oh, my God. Uh, but, yeah, and then Mike McCarthy, McCarthy, he thinks he's there. But then Jerry Jones is like, well, you know, he's not making it clear that Mike McCarthy's staying. That was this morning, oh, Wednesday a, morning. Uh, was that you that said that, that he's a... Uh... Jimmy Johnson said that, and he's like, he's keeping him because he doesn't want to be wrong. Or something. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Jimmy Johnson said that, but now Jerry Jones, he just, he doesn't make sense. And also uh, Carson Wentz, too. They might sh- cut him or trade him. I thought he might go to the Steelers, possibly, but who knows. It's going to be interesting. Now, if you were the L.A. Rams mm-hmm. and you had the Super Bowl team, wouldn't you want to keep a hold of everyone that you can? Yeah, but it's so hard to because people can get paid. Yeah. Because OBJ did not get well, a lot like, of money. Well, like Tampa to Bay was the first team, I believe, this year to have everybody, every starter come back. Yeah. And even with every starter coming back, they didn't do it. You know, it's just so tough. Well, now they're talking um, the Saints head coach, you know, Sean McVay, maybe going to Dallas. I mean, it's all rumors. It's all Sean Payton. Sean Payton. There Sorry, go. God, Sean McVay. I know. I he's hot. That. He's hot. He is hot. I think he's going to go into broadcasting, and I think Tom Brady should go into broadcasting. But Yeah, Tom Brady will kill it wherever he goes. I mean, they have enough money, but how? I mean, I get it. They're putting their lives, not their lives, but their bodies on I the mean, line. Pretty much the, you know, I mean, their later years, you know, I mean, some of these guys are so banged up and, like, they can't even function. Yeah. I mean, like, if you're a lineman, I think the lineman's average life in the NFL is like a year and a half to two years. It's pretty 
pretty gnarly. Who's the old line, the old forty-year-old lineman that won the Super Bowl? Do you know what I'm talking? Oh, the gray-haired, he had yeah, gray beard. Awesome. Um, I, can't I remember saw a video name, with great. him uh, this year, and he—I guess he was in Detroit training, or maybe he played there, and uh, he like go, went to the after-school program all the time, and like he—he uh, he was playing this year against the Rams, and they, they won obviously because. And this this this, per, this person just runs up to him and was like, "Hey, I just wanted to say thank you for uh, helping out at the the after school program." And I was there, and you helped me, and I I made it to the NFL, and I wanted to thank you. And I was like, "Oh, oh my God!" Did you really cry during the Super Bowl? I bet did you I? did. Yeah, I did. So did you go? Not when they won. I usually cry when like you know. Okay. Better teams win. Um. So I wrote this down. And I forgot to write it on the big list. When the Bengals, when the guy who was on the bench, I, know, I thought of you. <laughs> when the guy who was on the bench for the Bengals came out to celebrate in his, I call them the shower shoes, the slides. Yeah, what an idiot. <laughs> what was that all about? Did you hear the the, uh, the the announcer was like, "Yeah, he's inactive. He'll probably be inactive for a while <laughs> well, longer." Wait, wait. John's like, "Is that a pizza delivery guy? Who oh, is that guy, dude? What are you thinking?" Um. He's like the pizza delivery guy. He's like, yeah. He's like in his slippers and towel. Um, I got to look up his name. Anyway, yeah, he's out there celebrating. He's inactive. And I was like, they got, didn't they get a penalty for that? Um, yes. Now I can't find it on here. But yeah, that was. That is like the worst discipline on the biggest stage in NFL Super Bowl history. Possibly. You're not playing. And you're out there. I mean, I was impressed that he had to run. Probably from the 50. He ran probably 20 was, to yeah. 40 yards. He was on the bench and he in got up. And like, yeah. And he, I think he's a receiver. It's like, it's not like you're even on the defense, man. Well, yeah. And of course, I think they would have gotten a penalty anyway because now the penalties, you know, you can, you don't get it if you celebrate a touchdown, but anything else, yeah. it's over celebration. How, how did you feel about the last calls on the drive? There was three penalties all game and then there was four on the drive. I thought that that was pretty shady on the refs. Yeah, I mean, I was surprised because halfway through the game, I was like, there are like, no the penalties. Rams, the Rams were offsides on that, or false started on that holding penalty. And, you know, but the, it, the fact of the matter is, it was a good game. And I hate when the refs have to come in to do that. Yeah. And, and the last play, I mean, poor but, Joe Burrow tried to get it out. Yeah. And he almost had it. And he, like, I, like I like to say, too, if you don't like to, you know lose to the refs, then don't leave the game into the hands of the ref. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, no, I thought all in all it was a good game. So props bets. <laughs> so opening kickoff for a touchdown, we both said no on that. Safety during the game, we both said no. Okay, but the Gatorade bath. Yeah. I texted you right after. I go, it's blue, it's yeah. blue. I can't remember which one I picked. I think I went lime. I think you went lime. I might have gone but blue. But it's like... I'm thinking, I'm thinking, like, you know, the Rams are going to win and that's gold. It's like, of course they're going to go blue. And then the Rams are wearing white. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they were yeah. not the home team. And then I saw another prop bet that I was listening to on, the, on this other podcast. Um, is the opening kickoff going to be a touchback? Oh, yeah. And it's like, of course he's a kicker. He's like, and it's the Super Bowl. He's just super jacked up. He's just, whoa, <laughs> he just kicks the ball in the end zone. It's like a, a yeah. freebie. No, but I was very excited about the Gatorade. And then who did the MVP? Who did Cooper Cup thank first? Team, family, fans, or God? I think probably he's super religious. I think he, I, so. I don't know. 
I can't remember. I hope he thanked his wife because he was crying on the field about it. And then I don't remember which brand was the first commercial after the game starts, but the national anthem didn't forget a word, but it did go over 95 seconds. It did, yeah. I timed it. I'm a freak. <laughs> I, was, I just got off work and it was starting, so I raced home as fast as I could. Now, and you, I figured it'd be like still on by the time I got there. Yeah. But it wasn't. Well, they had national anthem before that. Was it America the Beautiful? I can't remember, but they had another very patriotic song. And everyone was great. The entertainment was great. The commercials were great. The game was good. It was close. I was like, please don't be a blowout. It was. It was a really good game. And then, like, everybody always, like, just rips the coaches after the game. Who should have called this? It's like, yeah, buddy, that's why you're not an NFL coach. (laughs) Okay? Armchair quarterbacks. You know? Like, shh. Calm it down here. Well, and it's a game. Yeah. Even Cindy, our good friend, who was there, I with saw her, her on the LA News. She was on the LA News. Yeah, she oh had, she made a sign that said "Bangles Catch in Idaho." Yeah, and they wouldn't let her bring it in because you can't bring in signs. So she wore it. I as saw an the outfit. <laughs> well, and even she I was following her on Facebook, and even after the game, she's like, "Great game, great experience, worth it to go." She was with her brother, loved it. But yeah, I saw her. I was like. Is that a dress? It's a sign. It, but then she had pictures of her with the sign. It is when they won't let you bring it in. <laughs> Good for you, Miss Cindy. I love it. So now there's um, just talk about what's going on with football and all of that, which I get very sad not watching football. Yeah, it is kind of lame because now we have to wait. No, it's all speculation. So, like, we're going to have the mock draft 1 through 50.0, you know? When is the draft? April? I think so, yeah. And now they are finally talking about all the college guys who are looking to go one, two, three. If I'm a coach or GM, I'm drafting guys from Alabama and Georgia. Well, yeah, duh. Even the Ohio State University, (laughs) Michigan. Nope, I'm just going Alabama, Georgia. (laughs) And if they're not there, I'm trading for somebody. Well, so how it works, obviously, you know, they go for the college, but then, like, your Eagles have a bunch of picks they'll yeah. do that but then there's still is there a trade deadline this i don't know um i don't think so but i know that the like carson Wentz is owed 15 million and i think by march 16th you have to either pay him or drop him yeah I so just i guess that. like that's a date you need to either sign or release a couple players and you can trade and you know it's all it's crazy it's crazy because you could have like you're making twenty five million, but if they yeah, trade totally, you, yeah, totally, Who is the team that gets you going to take your whole contract? Well, Not you know, necessarily. So, like in some time, like it's crazy because there's one guy like in the office, a whole team that is just specifically directed towards like cap space. Yeah, it's like, is you know, is Indianapolis going to retain five million and they'll trade him to the Steelers for ten and future draft picks and a prospect for cash? And you're like, whoa, geez, that's a lot. <laughs> what was that Kevin Costner movie, Draft Day? Was that what it was yeah, called? Yeah, that was really good, actually. That I actually taught me a lot. When, um, <laughs> what was it? When uh, I first saw the preview for that, I'm like, how stupid. And then I watched it. I'm like, that was really good. Like, you're stupid, Trevor. <laughs> yeah, but you're not. But, yeah, it's Kevin Costner. You had to love him or love he's, him. I like to say he's my generation's Clint Eastwood. I could see that. And now with Yellowstone, then all those shows have just gone crazy. Yeah, he's he's a really um, Western, just he's just an awesome guy. Yeah. 
But yeah, so we'll see what happens in the off season. I can't believe I'm saying off season, but we made it a season right here. Um, stay tuned for more great interviews and how football has affected people's lives. Well, there's one life that definitely got affected by football and by the Super Bowl. Check this out. I'm super excited to have my friend Cindy Theobald on the program, fresh off a Super Bowl trip. And that's what we're going to talk about. Okay. The whole entire town of Ketchum, Sun Valley, Haley, Bellevue, throughout the United States was following you. You were rooting for the Bengals. First off, before they even made it, you were posting, I have tickets to the big show. I was like, and you grew up back there. So tell me how all that worked. Okay, so when I was posting the things going to the show, we I think we we beat the Raiders. And once we beat the Raiders, I was like feeling really good and I was fired up. And then we had to play the Chiefs. And I was like, oh, my God, I called my brother and I said, you know, if they win, we are going to go to the Super Bowl. I don't I don't care how we get there. We're getting there. But when I was saying we're going to the show, I was referring to the Bengals, you know, but this is before like we actually made it. And um, I mean, I texted every single person I knew clients from LA that I don't even know and saying, do you have a line on some tickets? You know, I mean, really I was way out there and I got tickets from a friend of mine in high school who said she had a friend who had season tickets also because all the season ticket holders that I did text, they all said, you know, they didn't have any extra tickets or it was just a negative. It was negative. So um, my friend Teresa called me Friday morning two weeks ago today and said, my friend's got tickets and she can't make it. And they're 5,000 for two. And I'm like, Oh my God, God, that's a deal. Well, I haven't finished that story yet. Okay. So anyways, so then I call her, I don't even text this woman. I just call her and I know where she went to high school. I know where she works. I mean, it was totally legit because Scott Jordan was kind of helping me out on this also because we went to high school together and I was like, put it out there. And so, I mean, there were some like real pedophile creeper people. Just send me the money. I'll send you the tickets. So I was like, you know, really like anxious about that anyway. So I got these tickets from this friend of mine. They were finally dropped. It's called dropped into my email. And I'm not a tech person. So I had to go to a friend to make sure they were in there. And he put them into my wallet for me. But um So, yes, I got the tickets. But meanwhile, we had already had flights and we were going to surprise my mom in Palm Springs, you know, on Friday, last Friday, we were there for her 81st birthday. And um, it was just I mean, it was amazing. It was amazing. And then I get to the game and then where we stayed was amazing. But I get to the game and I'm texting like, you know, my Cincinnati. There were a few Cincinnati people that I knew where they were going to be. And well, one, I'm going to say Peter Heakin who we also know, who I used (laughs) to babysit, but we grew up together, right? And my brother had a Cincinnati Stingers shirt on, which was the hockey team back in the 70s. And I texted Peter and I was like, God, you really should be here because he said he wasn't going to be there. I look over of where all like, you know, our people are and there's Peter and he looks up and I'm like, dude, I asked all of you guys for tickets and you guys all said you weren't going to be here. And here you all are. It was like a a neighborhood reunion. And then going into the game, I mean, was emotional. My brother got to L.A. at the same time. We rented a car, went and saw my mom. I mean, it was just I hadn't seen him in three years. It was amazing. It was just on so many different levels. 
amazing. 33 years the Bengals haven't made it. And, you know, I, I don't know if I'll be here, but I do think that we will be there again, but it'll never be like this past weekend. Well, and I only you would make the L.A. news and I'm going to play that clip out here in Los Angeles. Of course, we met so many fans from all over the place, not just from Cincinnati, but we met a father and son heading back to Pennsylvania. We met a couple that's headed back to New Jersey. We also met a lady. She was with her best friend from all the way in Ketchum, Idaho. They're headed back there today. Check this out. Cindy Theopold moved from Cincinnati back in the early 90s. She's a Walnut Hills grad and never lost her Bengal fandom. She actually made a big Bengal sign representing Ketchum, Idaho. She tells me since since you weren't allowed to bring banners into the game, she actually turned it into a dress and wore it inside to show off her Bengal and state pride. She also got to surprise her brother meeting him out there for the game and actually took him to the game, too. It was great. It was great. It was just, it was amazing. You know, it was like win or lose. They made it. And we've got many more years. So, yeah. Who day? Who day? Yeah, so just another great story showing off how much Bengals Nation, these Bengals fans, how far they will go to support their team. And only you would make it because signs were not allowed. Oh, I know years in. I'm like, well, signs aren't allowed. We were talking about you at the gym last weekend. I'm like, how'd you get a sign in? Tell everyone how you got a sign in. And I never edit this podcast slash vlog, but I'm going to show these photos while you tell the story. My brother, we were getting ready that morning to uh, go. We went, we were in, stayed in Manhattan beach and we're downtown getting coffee. People are like, who day, who day, who day. I mean, Cincinnati overtook LA <laughs> big time. And, um, I'm like, I'm bringing this in. And my brother's like, you can't bring it in Cindy. And I'm like, you know what? And I just put it up and I put it around me and word is addressed. I said, duct tape me Trini. So there's a, a video of me trying to get it on, slide it down. I needed a little bit more, uh, you know, more space. But anyways, um, so yeah, word is address and it was vinyl business as usual made it and I wore it and it was, I sweated to death. I was going to say it was 85 degrees. It was, it was great, but it was great. I mean, it worked out well. It was like a strapless dress. I know. And then um, who was it? One of the firefighters at the gym this weekend was like, and then it was too small. So she, yeah, the video you just talked about. Oh yeah. So yes, yes. And you're tiny. So I can't, I'm sure Trini was just like, (laughs) I'm going to get it. Oh, good. It's so badass. So here, it's this size, right? So I'm just like, going to wrap that shit around. Oh, I didn't mean to say a bad word. That's okay. That I, I duct taped it and uh, I wore it, and but I couldn't sit in it. So I had to wait until I got to the tailgate at like 10 in the morning. And we we, we re-duct taped it on me. And I just walked around. I mean, and people were like, oh, my God, can I have my picture taken with you? They didn't even know what Ketchum, Idaho was. But it was so funny. And there's this picture of this Rams lady who was decked to the nines. I saw that. That's in that video. And, um, yeah, it was just great. We got into the show. And my brother's like, you can take it off now. And we just rolled it up. And I just still I had it. I brought it out. I saw photos. And I was like, only you. I don't think the NFL is going to come after you and arrest you for, you know, bringing a deal in. I just didn't want to get kicked out. 
But I yeah. did. I mean, I was like in the nosebleeds and I'm like, oh, yeah, go Bengals. So Great. you grew up back there in Ohio. Yes. So what was it like a to have your team there? And we're, did you watch them all the time growing up? What's your history with Bengals? We, my parents had season tickets, so I went to a lot of Bengals games. So yes, I mean, and being from Cincinnati, it's, it can be tough because we have the Reds and we have the Bengals and we're not like the Patriots or the Red Sox or the Yankees, you know, where these, but I mean, we have been there, but it's just few and far between. So well, and- yeah, it was just great for Cincinnati. Just great. I mean, I mean, I'm still dreaming about this past weekend. I just am just riding this wave big time. Well, and a couple of your friends came down because I saw Trini laying by the pool with you and well, just to enjoy the whole overall experience, but they didn't go to the game. Trini did not go to the game, but my brother and I, it was, this was all about my brother and I. And I mean, but like my next door neighbors on either side of me growing up in Cincinnati, Dickie Williams, Robbie Anning, their families. And I grew up with all these kids and then their kids were there. And then just a lot of people, there were all bunch of my friends from high school also that I didn't actually get to see all of them, some of them, but um, it was like, it was like a neighborhood reunion because these, all of our parents all had season tickets and we all went to the games. Well, in so, your outfit, it would, you know, I saw the little, uh, the coat you had on. <laughs> oh yeah. The Bengal coat, which yeah, I got like 15 years ago. Glad I got that. But that's another reason. I mean, it was dual purpose. Got my little fingernails all orange. So <laughs> what was it like? You had already bought the tickets and the playoff games, my, my term for the whole NFL season is bonkers. Yeah. Some people were like, Oh, the playoffs are better than Super Bowl." I'm like, no, the Super they were. Bowl was great, but it was, I mean, it was crazy. What was it like when the moment that the clock expired and you knew that Cincinnati was going to the Super Bowl and you knew that you had tickets? Oh, I was at lefties. They had just kicked out field goal. Somebody said they're going to the Super Bowl. I'm like, no, they're not until I see it says final on that TV. I'm not doing anything. I see that it says final. I call my brother. I'm like crying. I'm like, we are going to this game. And I really didn't care how much it cost. I really didn't. No, at that I mean, point, I didn't. it wasn't $50,000 like some of them paid. No, it wasn't. <laughs> you I don't not, disclose. No, I did was, not pay that. No. It was but, like that. I mean, many- it was um, my brother. It was funny. He picked me up at the airport. We met each other and we uh, were driving up to Palm Springs and he he was coming from Pittsburgh. So he was starving. <clears throat> so we pull over to wherever there's like a McDonald's, a Taco Bell. Anyways, there's like this Carl's Jr. This isn't going to seem funny at all, but we pull into Carl's Jr. And my brother's like, I'll buy. And I just was just cracking up like, hey, thanks for the Carl's Jr. dinner, you know. But um, and it was just we just had such a great time and I haven't seen him in so long. And, you know, he hasn't had anything to to drink in like seven years. And it was just to see him so excited, just, it was just amazing. It was just amazing. I mean, the surprise your mom and all of that. So not that there's one highlight or one moment. It's tough. Yeah. I mean, top three moments of the weekend. Um, and you can change your mind later, (laughs) um, seeing him at the airport, probably just because we were so fired up, you know, seeing my mom, that was great. They hadn't seen each other in three years either. 
Um, but the top, I mean, it was just being with my brother and going to the game and seeing everybody from that we grew up with. It was just so cool. It was family. So cool. And then, yeah. and then I poached that guy on the news. I, because so he was interviewing somebody else. Yeah, and I love it. I come from behind with my sign and I'm jumping up and down and I'm all excited. And anyways, one of the people said, stay right there. And so then the, the guy that they were interviewing, he left and they said, spell your name, tell me your name. And that's how that all came about. But I didn't think he was like going to talk to me. So I call my mom and I'm like, mom, I'm on the LA news. And she's like, oh, well, she's in Palm Springs. We don't get the LA news. I'm like, you're going to get the LA news. You got to look for me on the news. So meanwhile, Trini and I get to the bar, go to our flight. And the reporter texts me and he's like, yeah, it's going to be on at 5, 5.30 and 7, Channel 5, WLWT. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's Cincinnati. I was going to say that's Cincinnati because it, it, no, it was on both. And I'm just like, and then I got home at like 4.30. My phone is just blowing up. And it, I mean, it was just I was like, this has been the best weekend ever, ever. Ever. And I love that you, I ask people how football's affected their life. And, you know, everyone, especially up till now, they're, my friends are like, oh, it's all about family and the opportunity. It's not like money or I got to see the Super Bowl or blah, blah, blah. It's about the area around it, so to speak. Yeah. Yes. And I mean, I feel like, you know, I, I've lived in Ketchum and I love it here. And I feel like I, I totally, I did represent. I totally represented and being with my brother was just, it was just the two of us. It was just amazing. I don't think we've ever done anything like that. You get to see Pete all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's a special bond. Yeah. A sister and a brother. And especially after three years and all the craziness yeah. we've gone through during yeah. this pandemic and all that to be able to go and just right. feel normal. Number one. And then I be was with obsessed, your obsessed Maria for, for two weeks. I was obsessed. And it's all I thought about was how am I going to get these tickets? I mean, oh, I, I can, can name see you. I mean, people that I barely even know, um, people that I don't even really know. I exhausted every everything. People would come into lefties. You, these USC guys came in and they're like, oh, yeah, we can get you tickets. I give them my card. Do you think I ever heard from them? No. no. And that day I actually did have tickets, but I was thinking, oh, I'll sell mine and you know, maybe oh, you need a backup. Them. It's the Super exactly. Bowl. Exactly. I've only been to the Super Bowl. I've actually never been to the game and all that. I went and stayed on a friend's boat of all weird things. Oh, awesome. He was in television. So I saw a little bit of the background. I wasn't working. A fr- I was living in LA. My friends were like, come down. So it was a different experience. And I'm like, but to go to the game and I'm sorry, I was rooting for him. Sorry, they lost, but it was a great game. That's okay. And like Joe, Joe Burrow said in that hilarious, awesome outfit, you two need to get together with your outfits. Um, but he's like, you know, we'll be back. We're a young team. Yes. Yes. We need an offensive Definitely. line in the off season, but for them to do what they did this year. Yeah. It was amazing. I really don't think that anybody, I mean, yeah, there was a little disappointment, but overall, I think everybody was just thrilled. And I don't know if there was, there probably was like a, some sort of parade or something, but it was just, it was just amazing. And, you know, he's also, he's from Athens, Ohio. I know. I mean, I probably everybody knows that, but I did not know that. Um, (laughs) And honestly, I've always been more of a Reds fan, to be honest, but this was just great. I mean, it was great. 
Well, the whole town was following you on all your social media. It was so much fun. So I ask everyone at the end, uh, first off, any last thoughts on your whole weekend? Magical. It was spectacular. It was just, it was just great. Well, and my last one is how has football affected your life from way back when to now? How's it affected your life? Well, I feel like I've always been a team player. I don't know. I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, it's a team. It's just not one person. It's a team. And I've always played team sports. And, you know, it's just you you feel like you're just a part of it, I guess. Well, and you are a team player and you're a realtor and doing very well. I have to congratulate you on that because it's a thank you. That's another crazy couple of years. You think the football season was crazy. I know. I know. In this area your photos and your video and the deal as we just saw are so awesome. And of course you got on TV in LA and Cincinnati. Why wouldn't you? I know. Right. I couldn't get on the jumbotron, but I made <laughs> I it can't on the believe that. <laughs> well, thanks so much for sharing so much fun and uh, more with beyond the locker room next week, hit that subscribe button and thank you to my good friend and uh, let's get drinks soon. Absolutely. I love you. Thanks Maria. Thanks again, Cindy. So much fun. All right, time for Maria's Minute. This week, I asked Trevor how football has affected his life this crazy season. How, how has football affected your life this season? We're well, going to end with that. It makes my Sundays absolutely awesome. Monday night's awesome and Thursday night's awesome. And, you know, I watch ESPN. It's just, you know, it's, it's awesome. I love sports, you know. Well, yeah, you're a huge hockey fan. You're a huge everything fan. But, um... How is it on? Usually work Sundays. Mm-hmm. Should people come in because you're half watching the game and half cooking, or I, should they avoid grumpy? I the just, Sunday? you know, I let fate decide that, and uh, I try my hardest. Well, football's affected my life because I, it was a great time growing up, because my dad and my family would watch it every Sunday after church, and eat lots of good stuff, and it brought us. That was the time we really got to spend with our dad, and then um, leading up to this. Being able to host a podcast and a vlog with my good buddy, little brother Trevor. And uh, yeah, it's good. I love it. And I actually have a man that likes it. That's good. Because sometimes I've dated guys that don't, but my forever man loves it. And You're like, uh, I'm going to watch football. What? You don't like? Okay. Something's yeah. wrong here. No, sports, sports are on a lot. So here we go into the off season. We'll see what happens. Hit that subscribe button and stay tuned for more great interviews. Thanks, Debo. You're welcome, Maria. Thank you. Thanks again for hitting that subscribe button and check out this video. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.